0: So you this is this is like a this is a book that like I think the first thing you ever said to me in real in real life was in reference to this actual book.
1: Yeah, I did not know that, but people often send me your uh notorious next door post and like they're like, Do you know I'm like, Yeah, I've been on the podcast. Yeah. I know this person <laughs> in real life. They're yeah. like, What?
0: <laughs> but lost in cyberspace, like what is it? What is it about Lost in Cyberspace that just resonates with you?
1: Well, I guess the medium had like paid magazines and somehow I got like, uh, recruited to be in this like tech magazine cohort with like people who I should not have been like I don't really believe in imposter syndrome but in that case like no it was like Anil Dash and like like Tressie uh McMillan Cotton and like all these like people who are like very very well regarded and then just me I'm like I don't know why I'm here guys somebody recommended me I don't know why on earth I'm here. And uh so I got recruited and I had to write about tech and I was like I don't want to write about and then I was like reading these Berenstein Bears books just because for some reason at work one day I was born I was like, you know what? I can write off anything as comedy. I want to read Bear Steen Bear's book. So I just bought a bunch and then like deducted them for my taxes. Why? Why?
0: Um, <laughs> wait so wait, so this wasn't something you had grown up. It wasn't like you had a bunch of these from your-
1: Oh, no, no. Childhood. I'm like almost 40. Like those are like way <laughs> older. Like I had Berenstein Bears book, but these I was like, there are chapter books and I okay. was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> let me look into this. So I got a bunch of them because I I feel like I was going to do something with them, I thought. And I was like, well, this is tech. I'll write about this Berenstein Bears thing. And they paid me very handsomely. And so I wrote a three part series just recapping
0: this bonkers book. Wait, <laughs> it's bonkers, especially if you're not like I hate to say into the lore, but into the lore, like there's so many callbacks in this book to like previous chapter books at this point that like it makes sense to someone who's like immersed in the world. But
1: it doesn't even then like I <laughs> about, it doesn't. It's like I'm like, these are how old are these bears? Like this is some stuff that would happen to you with like high school. <laughs> like what? What? <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Deep In Bear Country, a Berenstain BearCast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week it's a book that I have been not talking about for years for many reasons. And one of those many reasons is the fact that there is a specific guest who has been tied to this book since the beginning of this podcast. Before I ever read this book, before I was like, when in my mind, I was like, I'm never getting to the chapter books. There's no way I'm going to be doing this thing in more after more than a year. But lo and behold, I got to the chapter books, but then it took a while to get to this book because it's one of the later chapter books. And It's a whoever the person I'm talking. I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore. The person I am talking about is, of course, a former guest of the show, local Minneapolis comedian, local State Fair expert, local Heathcliff opinion haver, local person who, if I see there is a Twitter thread that she is leading, I will immediately just a person who I am delighted to see online whenever I see her. Please welcome back to the show to talk about the Berenstain Bears Lost in Cyberspace. Brandy Brown, hello, Brandy.
1: Hello, hello. I've I've just pulled it up because it, it's just there's so much. There's so much.
0: <laughs> there's 14 chapters of so much. Yeah. It's all about dinks and criminals who don't understand how the internet works and kids who don't know what a laptop is.
1: Yeah, I, I apparently I'm looking at the first like installment of my three part piece and I wrote it was published in 1999. It's allegedly for children 8 to 10 years old. You'll see why I say allegedly <laughs> 112 pages. What? Yeah. Wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> so much happening. So, a lot has already happened in the Bears universe in the chapter books up to this point. Like, we've, they've, there have been crimes in the school. We've seen Queenie and Tutal go in and out of their relationship. Uh, brother has and. Has
1: the gun one happened yet?
0: The gun one has not happened yet. Okay. This is bring me back for that one. <laughs> I intend to, because that one's. People don't believe that the books get as buck wild as they do. And. And the gun one, we already had the drug one, which was, I think, the first prototype chapter book.
1: What? I need to go back and read that one. <laughs> uh,
0: I believe it's called The, the Drug-Free Zone, and uh, or No Drugs Allowed. I, I get the gun one and the drug one. Confused, yeah. That's one where you find out that, Uh, too tall in the gang were the local drug dealers in the school (laughs) like just they're just like yep they were the drug dealers they were working for the bog brothers who had the supply out of the swamp
1: encyclopedia brown isn't even this like
0: (laughs) dark i know and that kid directly works for the cops so Mm -hmm. well they keep solving crimes and then chief bruno pulls up and he's like Thanks, kids. I got it from here. You really, there's actual people with guns. You should probably take a powder now. And they're like, yeah. all right. And then no one ever goes to jail because Bruno's a terrible cop.
1: Well, somebody goes to jail. We'll learn. And then
0: <laughs> But it's always bears from outside Bear Town. It's never yeah, your Bear local Yeah, Bear Country. Bears. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't even understand Bear Country. Bear Country to me is like probably like I've been really into. I don't know. You follow me on Twitter. I've been really into Midsummer Murders. Hmm. And uh, Midsummer Murders. It's not a town. It's not like Cabot Cove from uh, Murder She Wrote. Midsummer Murders is a county. So it's County Midsummer. And I think that Bear Country is also like a county, which explains a lot more about this because I've got some population questions. Just
0: oh. In the chapter books, it's been established that bear country is the country, is the entire nation is called bear. At this point in the continuity, the nation is called bear country. What? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. They had their own version of the Civil War and everything.
1: That's crazy! That's like the Ducktail Civil War. I I need to go back. I need wait, to go wait. back. Wait, wait. What was the
0: Ducktail Civil War fought over?
1: Uh, a great question. I've been trying to figure out. There <laughs> are dogs. There are dogs there. There are pigs. There's uh the the ducks. I don't understand. They're fighting. It appears to have a lot of overlapping with the U.S. Civil War, but yet there were old ducks who were in the Civil War still alive. It's a lot of questions that no answers are provided. See, the
0: Bear Country Civil War is just called the Great Bear War, and it's like a Hatfield the McCoy thing where the two bear clans <laughs> fought what? constantly until finally it erupted into a nationwide war what? that fractured the the nation between the grizzly family and the bear family and it still holds true today that's why that's why Two Tall Grizzly and his family have like a lot of animosity toward Brother Bear and his family because and the there's like
1: Panda family just showed up and like we're like what, what? They, did <laughs> yeah. they move because I would have moved I'm like I gotta get out of here I gotta go back to Panda Land. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't blame. There's there's weird stuff running like in the veins of Bear Country. There was a book where you found out that there is a. A cult in bear country what? Wait no I'm not and I'm not exaggerating. There's a cult in bear country who is who believes I'm in
1: losing my mind right now like I don't know if you can see me just be like, oh my gosh
0: who believes that bears lost their way when they stopped hibernating and they are like you have to return to hibernating or the world will end And everyone's like, blah. <laughs> like they don't
1: believe them. This is wild. Yeah. I've been reading up on just bears in general. Polar bears don't hibernate. I want to know where. I want to know where the eight species of bears all fit into this universe. So
0: yeah, we know that polar bears exist because they've been mentioned, but we've never seen them
1: is this, this is wild I gotta go back and look to your archives because I'm losing my mind the right chapter
0: now. if you hey, if you ever need me to just I'll swing by and just drop off a stack of them on your porch because these things are great
1: all right yeah do it I, I <laughs> wow wow
0: so this book doesn't get as buck wild as the other books but it that starts, is
1: saying a lot
0: <laughs> but it starts from a pretty weird premise which is that in two in in two 1999 no one knows what a laptop is even by sight like the cubs walk into class one day there's laptops on their desks and they're like what are these
1: yeah it's there's there's so much i don't know like i don't know how you want to start this because on my recap i just did like a plot a plot, b plot c plot i don't know if we want to start there
0: yeah lead the way
1: okay so basically um teacher bob who the the man is a saint mm-hmm. he has the patience of a saint um yeah he explains what what laptop computers are and the, these kids are in like you know 3rd through 5th grade and you know I guess like this. What's his name? Uh, Squire Grizzly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Richest bear in bear country.
1: (laughs) The Bill Gates uh, fund of the, you know, he will later fund bear vaccines. Squire Grizzly is like, he's like, you know what? My my niece, Bonnie Brown, she has a laptop and her grades went up. And so she's learning a lot. So therefore, all the bears need laptops because that's how, you know, education philanthropy works they all get laptops uh and you know the school lets them give these bears it's like a pilot program Mm -hmm. and the only bear in the class who has like legitimate questions is queenie mcbear and she was just like uh why is this happening right Uh, don't you need our parents permission and then teacher bob was like queenie this is a this is a cycle this isn't a medical or a psychological experiment it's just a school experiment we (laughs) don't need your
0: parents permission for everything
1: I was like, no, this this does not pass the IRB board first right. of
0: all. <laughs> and I'm like, Bonnie Brown probably also had one of those big pens with all the colorful, like all the different color, uh, like inks around yeah. it. Yeah, Why didn't like- they buy all the kids those? Like, it's not a correlation just because she has a laptop. She's also like,
1: she is like the like the the niece of a bear billionaire. Like, right. I mean, it, there's a lot of factors here. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said in my write-up, I was like, using your money to champion a project and then not really having a plan mm. or implementation or consulting experts. I'm like, yeah, peak education philanthropy.
0: Well, it's so, clear that teacher Bob just wants the computers. Like, yeah, he's, he's, like, he's, like he's like, yeah.
1: Yeah. So so then um, <laughs> a reoccurring theme is where are the parents, which will come up so many times in this. But uh, the Internet at home, like we don't establish like they're just sending these kids and getting them on the Internet some weird way. Yeah. So the kids take their laptops home. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, Brother Bear has a huge crush on Bonnie and, you know,
0: or something. <laughs> but Brother's relationship with Bonnie is always like. We hold hands a lot and we go on dates together and we've kissed before, but we're not really going out. We're just friends. And I'm like, brother, you're in fifth grade. That's going out.
1: Yeah, that's like, you're married, buddy, in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, he's not too tall and queenie who have an on-again, off-again thing.
1: Yeah, and so also, uh, apparently, brother, like, Bonnie, was. there's a picture where Bonnie's just, like, in love with a laptop, like, closing her eyes, like, Calgon, take me away. And brother was like, I don't know if I can compete with a laptop.
0: That's right, because brother's like, I haven't seen a lot of Bonnie recently. It's because of that laptop.
1: Yeah. And fair enough. Yeah. So, um... So then, so then at one point, um, like teacher Bob calls it the information super hi- highway, right. and Ferdy, who is well, actually, bear,
0: yes, he was he like, is. Actually,
1: nobody calls it that, just want to let you know, just heads up. And then he's like, Teacher Bob's like, Whatever, Ferdy, cyberspace, I don't care.
0: What's funny about Ferdy is Ferdy was established as the nerd bear, but because Cousin Fred already existed, they had to like make him a little different, and what they really did, and you'd nailed it was they made him a well actually bear they made him that guy who just butts his head in is like well i actually know more about this than you do and i'm like that's not a nerd we actually have a term for that in this day and age but i can't say it on the show (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, so then like so then they send these laptops home and mind you how do they get on the internet nobody knows Uh, in fact brother can't get online so he calls Harry the computer whiz Mm -hmm. and which seems like a failure in teaching to just rely on like figure it out (laughs) that's like I don't know I was like Like I had prodigy when I was like 12 or 13 and like you still need direction like you need like an Internet hookup. Like you have to take over your parents phone. line.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say I didn't have Internet. I never actually got on the Internet until college. And uh, it was a learning curve. Like it was a it was a definite thing I had to figure out. And no one just handed me a computer and said, good luck.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually like even way harder like in you know in dial-up days so yeah. i actually had a list of questions mm-hmm. all right um one how did the kids get on the internet what was the service it's dial-up <laughs> why aren't the parents yelling at the kids to get off the phone line do the parents know a printer sh- why a printer showed up at the house earlier in the day <laughs> why didn't teacher bob explain to the kids how to get on the internet before they left school yeah and i was like queenie's mom is going to be furious <laughs> so
0: that, yeah, Queenie's mom's going to be furious for multiple reasons.
1: <laughs> Queenie's mom is just like, "Oh man. Yeah, Queenie has a lot of concerns and fair, but she also gets into some trouble." So then at one point an email pops up on the screen from Teacher Bob and it just says, "Calling all laptopers, don't forget your homework." It just pops up like an alert like it just right. takes over your whole screen. That's not how that
0: works. And also uh, Teacher Bob is just like, "Oh, and he feel free to explore chat rooms." <laughs> yeah. Like if there's one thing I would never have told a child to do in 1999, it was just go, go hog wild on the chat rooms. Nothing yeah, can just, happen there.
1: Just... Just, just a remarkable lack of supervision. Yeah. So then Teacher Bob signs it with his his web address for some reason, www.teacherbob.edu. Hey,
0: the school doesn't have their own email addresses, but, but teacher, teacher Bob, Bob does.
1: Teacher, teacher Bob has a domain. <laughs> That's the greatest yeah. thing ever. Um, and that, and at this point, I was like, you know what? I hope kids aren't learning from the, about the internet. It does not work at all like this, not even back then. Yeah. So the cops go to these chat rooms that are like message board slash chat rooms. And um, Too Tall hangs out in the macho chat room,
0: hmm, which, and, I, you know. Yeah, I just <laughs> okay. feel
1: like it's a lot of bullying tips. Uh, it's yeah. probably been shut down recently. Several FBI investigations have gone there. We don't know where these people were on one six. All right. So anyway, and then Brother Bear, uh, Brother Bear hangs out in the sports chat room.
0: He's literally and- the most boring bear.
1: But he's just transfixed, leading me to believe some other things he's found. Okay, so then um, the Cubs are encouraged to decide whether the internet is good or bad, and it's both. And then Teacher Bob ends the experiment. So this is the the A-plot. He ends the experiment by realizing that computers uh, are sometimes good, but sometimes bad. And him and Principal Honeycomb, who... Principal Honeycomb probably should have been looped <laughs> in a lot more in this story. They decide not to expand the program. And then Gr- Squire Grizzly is upset yeah, uh, he because is. he paid a lot to donate these laptops, the ones no one asked him to donate, and the ones that he agreed to be part of a pilot program that may or may not go forward. And he's unable to ignore the economic principle of sunk costs. So he tries another tactic <laughs> <laughs> and he just const- concerned trolls teacher Bob. He's like, what about the children? They'll be so disappointed. And then Teacher Bob, again, patience of a saint, goes, Well, mm-hmm. and they just traded it in for desktop computers in the lab for all students to use, which they probably, probably should have, should have done. done first- <laughs> I
0: was going to say, they should have just give them a computer lab. Like, that's if they, I didn't even realize this the school didn't even have a computer lab, and you're going <laughs> straight to lap- personal laptops. <laughs>
1: Do they even have, like, internet at home? I mean, it's just so much chaos. And I feel like Squire Grizzly later went on to open a charter school that was very questionable.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, yeah.
1: So then um, <clears throat> part two. So that's part one. Yeah, that's, that's, your just, ja- that's
0: the overarching plot.
1: Why are there computers? This is when it gets completely, like, off the rails to me. Um, and I called this section a catfishing to remember. hmm <laughs> All right. So at this point, teacher Bob has some real talk with the Cubs about Internet safety, and he lists some rules. And I'd like to read them. <clears throat> the rules of cyberspace road. One, you never tell a chat room pal in quotation marks, your real name, phone number, address or which school you go to Two, use your chat room name when engaging in email with chat room buddies. OK, that's not how email works like. okay. <laughs> <You're amazing. laughs> Three, you may use your real name when exchanging email, but with only those you personally know. Like you just said, in two, you could exchange email with your buddies. And in three, you said don't. <laughs> hey, oh. Like four, never agree to meet with a chat room pal without your parents' permission. Five, uh, take a parent or grown up with you and you go meet in person. You know, this is okay. This yeah. contradiction. First rule should obviously, obviously be don't use your real name for your email address, but whatever. Whatever,
0: right, right, so, right.
1: yeah, so it's uh, so I also think it's pretty hard to tell your parents about meeting someone from the chat room when they have no idea what a chat room is.
0: Yeah, this is the birth of the internet as far as the as far as Bear country is concerned and uh, and it just I can imagine brother going up to Papa Bear and being like, I met a, I met some guy in the sports chat room who wants to get together and talk about hockey statistics. Can you meet me? can you take me to the sports bar?
1: Like, you would just think that was like a friend from school. Like, okay. And like, <clears throat> so I, uh, yeah, I, I had like internet friends. Like, I think, you know, I, I had some pen pals. I actually mm. exchanged like handwritten notes with. I think I use the internet just to like find pen pals. Yeah. Okay. So then um, Babs Bruno shows the list of rules to her dad, uh, Chief Bruno. And this will be, uh, he's like the only parent in this. <laughs> right. He's still not great. So, but then you have Queenie McBear and Queenie McBear does not follow any of these rules. She has a cousin named Bermuda. Uh, They use the biggest dating site in cyberspace called Mm -hmm. Big Space, Big Date and uh, Bermuda is living her fast cub life and she pressures Queenie into dressing older and trying internet dating which a lot of questions here that do not get answered Um,
0: Now this is not our first encounter with Bermuda. Bermuda is a, uh, she's been in a couple of books and this is what she does She encourages the other cubs to date older men and that uh, she and she personally dates my favorite character cool carl king who's like 17 years old but still goes to their school he wears a leather jacket i
1: how old they are because like another thing i've been watching a lot of this tv show called polar bears cafe (laughs) and in polar bears cafe which is a delightful show and i encourage your uh listeners to listen it's on Crunchyroll. the the animals actually are the true like lifespan of animals age so like the mom grizzly is like 17 so i want to know how old this cub is in cub years but also in like theoretical human years like how old is she supposed to be
0: like Uh, bermuda you mean yeah it's so vague because these uh, the Berenstein's have gone on record and went on record many times being like brother bear is never older he'll never get older than like fourth grade or something and i'm like these kids are dealing with issues well beyond the fourth grade like cyber dating and and anything anything this is middle school
1: that. at most at least at,
0: at least middle school so i've always said that that the chapter books are kind of they they're middle schooly and too tall has been held back we know that for a <laughs> fact so he's larger than the other students and i assume queenie maybe i don't know he's supposed to be in high school is from when i get and so i guess bermuda as well she's probably like 14 15
1: so she goes to this dating site, which I don't know if they're like a teen dating site or what, but um, she's not allowed to date. But her parents are cool, like, you know, with letting her meet up with these people. Mm. So Bermuda accompanies Queenie to meet a boy from the Internet at Pizza Shack. And
0: uh... <laughs> the Pizza Shack is not the Cubs hangout. It, it's the teens hang out that's they keep mentioning that like that's where the older cubs go to the pizza shack
1: no where do the where do the kids hang out
0: uh the burger bear i believe
1: oh okay well cuz
0: you kidding. know no yeah. teenager would be seen eating burgers.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 heavens no! And the illustrations in this are mm, chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very 80s. Like, do I do my workouts like with the headbands? And just a lot of like jazzer size kind of looks. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they see, <laughs> they see, they look around and they see a guy in a. I will read this. Uh, he he's wearing a really sharp suit, a wide brimmed hat, and a stud in his nose. And
0: a stud in his nose.
1: <laughs> yeah so you look in the illustration are like the jazzer-sized bears and then the the waitress bear bringing the pizza and then just like a 1930s gangster in the corner
0: (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah go on with with a stud in his nose yeah apparently which is something that we have never encountered in the berenstain bears how would you put a stud in a bear's nose what counts as the nose in bear country and we're about to find out
1: <laughs> so then so then it turns out they they meet the guy and it's too tall in disguise and his gang dared him to computer date an older girl like they really learned the internet really quickly.
0: Yeah, they pina colada song to each other too. Like yeah. they they tried to hook up with someone outside of their own relationship and ended up hooking up with each other.
1: It's like oh anyway, all the bears have a good laugh at this mix up and they go they go on their merry way back to Burger Bear where the younger cubs hang out and they learned an important lesson the worst thing that could happen to you on an internet date is you just meet someone, you know, nothing worse can happen.
0: And we Um, learned that too tall that have stud in your nose in bear country is actually like just off. It's not actually on the nose. It's just off to the side of the nose. But I guess they consider their whole like snoot the nose. Yeah, no, so no.
1: Is it like one of those like you know people get like they're above their lip? I don't know what that's I called. I think that
0: that lo- that's what it looks like is the above the lip stud. But it's not a real stud in his nose. Any anyway, it's what he calls a pasty, which I've never heard a a no- like a fake nose. Yeah, that ring.
1: that's not what that means.
0: <laughs> right, right. He's like, oh, and I'm also wearing pasties
1: like are you too tall <laughs> I also like that there's one cub who's dressed like um jughead he has a little jughead crown I like that bear um, Oh that's
0: uh that's uh I believe Scuzz 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 uh from uh from the Too Tall gang is the one who wears the hoopy cap Oh okay, so, uh, yeah
1: yeah so so this is where we're going so this is, I just want to stop here and say this is where it's like okay this is kind of wacky but the next chapter is where it just goes off the rails mm-hmm. bonkers and that I call that part crime.
0: <laughs> yes, it's good old bear country crime.
1: Just just crime. Let's like load it up here. Come on. Okay. So so um during a classroom discussion on screen names, Babs mentions that she thinks it's weird. Both the screen names she wanted in her poetry group, Huff and Puff, mm-hmm. are taken. And teacher Bob is like, that's not weird. Yeah. It's a coincidence.
0: <laughs> Thousands of people in the world, Babs.
1: Those are four letters. Those are high. Like, someone might actually hack you and take those these yeah. days. And, like, I feel like Alanis Morissette should have come up and saying ironic. Right. Like, she's just like, oh, what is this? Anyway, um, <laughs> teacher... Then teacher Bob asks cousin Fred to define coincidence, and he reads encyclopedias and dictionaries for fun, which mm-hmm. they tell us. So he uh, he just explains coincidence it's like they happen all the time. Things happen at the same time. Different people. Uh, you know, you didn't expect to see someone at the supermarket at Burger Bear, but you do. Coincidence. <laughs> anyway,
0: um, Again, Ironic. Kids in the fifth grade having to have the word coincidence defined for them. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So then teacher Bob does some ominous foreshadowing. He goes, but some coincidences could be dangerous. <laughs> like, oh, OK. OK. So then um, I, this next section I call better know a rich person. And Bonnie explains to brother that she hadn't been around because her uncle told her to keep her laptop use quiet until he rolled out the laptop program. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, this like. Squire Grizzly. one of my friends said he gives off some strong Howard Hughes vibes. <laughs> like
0: he's an odd duck. He and his wife have a weird relationship. She's like a local philanthropist, but then you find out in one of the books that she used to be a showgirl, I believe. <laughs> And but it's something she's kept secret from everybody. It's a past. She I feel like, like to this is like about.
1: Elon Musk and Grimes. What <laughs> it is. It is. Like bears? So then the, you, his mansion is uh, it, it's a hot mess. It's like it's like the Parthenon, but also a cottage, but also a <laughs> castle. There's a moat around it, as though that's gonna stop bears who can all swim. <laughs> so Squire is building this moat because everybody hates him
0: because he's the richest bear in bear country.
1: He's gotten into something. We don't know what, but this guy, I mean, you look at his picture, you're like that guy's it. He's got his paws in a lot of trouble. Okay. So then like Bonnie's like, my uncle is security minded. When, when he's like, he's a very tough business bear. You don't want to be the richest bear in country without making some enemies. And it's Mm -hmm. like, of course, of course you don't (laughs) like, so then, Bonnie said that people want to steal his paintings and his antiques, and like I was just like, you know what? The feds are definitely gonna like seize this bear's assets one day. This is what me thinking. This, uh, looking at his picture, he he's just a villain-looking bear.
0: Yeah, he has yeah, like a monocle. Is- this is this is we know that Bear Country is Bear Town is corrupt because we know their mayor takes bribes under the table he's done it in several books like in front of people uh, we know that he's in the pocket of Squire Grizzly because Grizzly has paid him to get things done in Bear Country uh, and so, like this, the, it's this entire. It's a I can't remember what it's called, but it's a uh, it's the, the the town is run by this one bear, basically the richest bear. Every decision has to go through him. So yes, he's horribly corrupt.
1: And much like Mark Zuckerberg said, you you don't get to 500 million friends. Well, you gotta get to 500 million friends while making a few enemies. Like yeah. it's obvious, you know, um, this bear will probably later be responsible for a genocide in a place because he's not, you know, he's just a bad bear, in yeah. my opinion. Okay, so then. Brother is like, oh, what's it like having a rich Uncle Bear and the butler brings cheeseburgers and then Brother Bear is like, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's all it is.
0: That's what it's like.
1: <laughs> so then back in the poetry chat room, um, all sorts of terrible <clears throat> poetry is being shared. So here is one of poem. Our plan is humming. The time is coming. He's had a time enough. The time has come to huff and puff. Signed by Puff. Mm hmm. And then a uh, Huff writes, message received and understood. We're going to get SG and get him good. Huff. Like, uh, what could that mean? Right. Who's SG. Oops, just to say so then babs prints out all the poems in the classroom and she's gonna use all the good ones to make a book as though this is not creative commons i, I was know, gonna she's say stealing.
0: her idea is to print up everyone else's poetry from the poetry chat room and print it as a book and i'm like i don't think that's allowed babs i think that's really i think that's something people do and get in a lot of trouble for
1: yeah i mean just straight up stealing intellectual property and then i wrote a poem um in response, this is from me. Okay. <clears throat> hey, Babs, here's a poem. Stop stealing people's hard work. JK, you'll get rich. It's actually a haiku. Oh. Uh, but yes. <laughs> so anyway.
0: Can I stop for a second and just point out that there is an amazing poem about Skeletons.
1: Oh, I did not see that.
0: In this book, uh, in the dark in the park, there are hideous moans. In the dark in the park, there are skeleton bones slithering out from under the stones. That is a good poem. That is the one good poem uh, written by a person named Spooky who specialized in scary poems. And I'm like, I want to know more about this cub named Spooky. And I wish that they were in more Parents Named Bears books.
1: Come back, Spooky. Spooky is the poet laureate of bear country.
0: More skeleton bone poems.
1: Yeah. So then, um, you know, on the way to school where Babs is stealing ip she sees several more poems between huff and puff and she freaks out mm-hmm. <clears throat> she goes to the schoolyard and she's just like emergency some big crime is coming down on the internet and like what okay that's a yeah. that's a huge and the kids all rush to tell teachers <laughs> teacher bob and i love that she says coming down on the internet like nobody says <laughs> that
0: yeah i'm going to start using that something's coming down on the internet <laughs>
1: So then the safety bear is just like, can't come in. And then Bab's like, it's an emergency. And door safety is like, can't come in. And then Tutal is just like, I will beat you up if you don't last. And safety's like, got it, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
0: Too tall is allowed to use threats of physical violence in school. He's like the only one. It's like his <laughs> special privilege.
1: So then teacher Bob is skeptical of the students' claims that a crime is being planned in the poetry chat room because thats that, that is an absolutely insane claim.
0: This is a so, world where telephones exist. I don't know why they would do this in a public forum.
1: In a poetry chat room. <laughs>
0: Or email exists. Yeah. Why would you do this in a forum?
1: <laughs> and so he reads the notes a lot, but also like in poem form. I just love that. Like there are criminals being like, you know what? I I got to be creative with this. Mm-hmm. Let's make yeah. poems. We're in
0: the poetry chat room. And so yeah. we've got to, we've got to blend in, I guess. <laughs> like-
1: so then um so then teacher bob reads the notes aloud because apparently the children need to hear the murder plot Mm -hmm. and then brother realizes sg esquire grizzly and he's like esquire grizzly and the classroom just goes nuts that's chaos ensues bonnie brown freaks out because her uncle's about to be murdered fair and -hmm. teacher bob then removes himself and bonnie from the class and goes to get principal honeycomb no he doesn't no he doesn't do that at all that (laughs) That makes too much sense, Teacher Bob. While this kid is freaking out that her uncle's about to get murdered, like, let's keep reading some poems.
0: <laughs> hey, what else are we gonna do? It's poetry time.
1: Then Babs Bruno, the cop's daughter, calls her dad, the police chief, and, and because apparently nine one one doesn't exist or anything, and. uh sure so then babs gets officer marguerite on the phone and she won't put the chief on the phone because he's dealing with an emergency too Mm -hmm. and then teacher bob is like wait a minute i am an adult so teacher bob puts uh yells on the phone teacher bob officer marguerite we've got information about the crime a threat to grizzly mansion and and we have got printouts to prove it (laughs) yes
0: it was it was picked up on the internet and we've got the printouts to prove it solid evidence
1: and then he hangs up the phone and goes, "They're dealing with the same emergency. They want us at the police station right away at these printouts. What? What? <laughs> just come get them,
0: police." Right, right. And it's 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 just like a sheaf of dot matrix print up that that Babs left on all night. Like it's just words on paper. It doesn't prove anything.
1: So then this is where it's just I this is where I absolutely lose my mind. So then teacher Bob, instead of being like, all right, um, I guess I will go take these or tell the principal or something, all the kids, the entire class somehow gets into a minivan and goes to the police station Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like, there are no other teachers there. No cops could come get them. The parents aren't told. Um, Nine one one is never called. I don't understand how his van seats that many kids. There is one kid in a wheelchair. I don't right. understand how this fits. <laughs> like, it's
0: a it little is, van. It
1: is like it's like a it's like a station. He drives like a Subaru. Like it's right. just absurd. So then The Cubs get to the station just and they're like, it's so calm and business like here. And I'm like, there is nothing business like at all happening in the story. (laughs) And so the police display a threatening letter Squire had received earlier in the day next to Babs's printouts. And the the chief points to the first note. And it's like an extortion letter. And Bonnie, meanwhile, Bonnie is still being dragged along while like, her family is being threatened. Like, what? So then the chief goes, oh, they're safe. They've moved to one of Squire's hotels. I and love
0: that. Because Bonnie's like, what about my aunt and uncle? And he's like, oh, we, we've moved them to the, the top two floors of the, of the Squire's hotel. Security of the hotel is at 100%. And I'm like, the niece is not there. <laughs> she's <It's> like- <laughs> She's still out in public.
1: And he's like, that's where you'll be living until we deal with this threat. I was like, why didn't you come get her from yes. the school then? Pull her
0: out of class. Her- Family is being threatened.
1: They, they knew it this morning. Were they going to say anything if Babs had not been stealing intellectual property? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> like, all right. So then uh, Chief Bruno goes on to explain that the SWAT team from Big Bear City has been called and offers to show the Cubs, including the traumatized Cub, how police use computers. <laughs> like how- right,
0: right. Wait. Go back, Chief Bruno. What's the SWAT team doing? <laughs>
1: Like from Big Bear City. Like, what?
0: We're just they're just smashing in all of Squire Grizzly's doors. Don't worry. I, I don't know what they're expecting the SWAT team to do.
1: And then teacher Bob is like, hey, um, just quick question: why are they using the internet? And he's like, Teacher the chief's like, I don't know. Uh, maybe they're afraid of phone taps. Maybe one of them is a mastermind and stays far away from the action. You can't tap the internet. The yep. internet is a pretty safe place for criminals. <laughs> like a million, a zillion to one chance that Babs picked up the traffic on the Young Poets chat room.
0: <laughs> um, and again, they could have emailed each other. It's, it's, it's not, it's, they didn't have to use the Young Poets chat room. Uh, the Young
1: poet, not even the adult. Just-
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Cause they had to make it as creepy as possible. <laughs>
1: So then, the the police chief pulls up a list of all the criminals known in town for extortion, and based on Babs's printouts, he narrows down the list of bears uh, who like bombing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's J. Arthur Bruin, who goes by the, in my opinion, the greatest alias ever, Lord Huffinpuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good criminal name.
1: I was like, I I might make that my Twitter handle, Lord Huffinpuff. <laughs> Um, and so it's like <laughs> here's a here's a description of him in the book. J. Arthur Bruin, aka Lord Huffinpuff, presently serving an eight-year sentence at Bear Country State Prison for extortion, convicted in a remote control bombing of Bear Country First National Bank, head of the Huffinpuff gang, highly intelligent, yet not enough to use an alias. Like why would you sign your real name? <laughs> like your like known alias. Anyway, he has an expert knowledge of computers. Further information on wanted members of the Huffinpuff
0: gang available upon request quest can we talk more about this remote controlled bombing of the bear country first national bank i've never heard about that's pretty intense (laughs) what and why did he bomb it right steal the money i guess but why blow up the bank i mean unless he's like some kind of like anarchist like Wasn't
1: there a bombing somewhere in like Vegas or something? But I don't know. I think there was one, but it was like an inside job or something. I don't know. It
0: seems a weird thing for the Berenstains to reference in their book for little children.
1: All right. So then, then you're like, it couldn't be this guy. He's in prison. And yeah, it was. It was him. And this is where I absolutely lose my mind. Yes all right so teacher bob's class is watching uh chief bruno be interviewed by a reporter and you know the, the reporter is answering all these questions like hey is it true teachers bob's class at bear country school picked up the computer like now he's just getting them all threatened right. by <laughs> um and then he's like and your own daughter babs bruno found the traffic like okay what oh no, oh, right. no. um so then the chief was like you got that right and then they have, like, no ethics here, just naming minors and stuff, confirming his daughter brought down a criminal syndicate. But then we get to, in my opinion, the most just off-the-wall story. So why was Lord Huff and allowed online, you might yeah. ask? Why? Uh, was it a bear country Jobs program? Nope. He doesn't need computer training. He's a real computer expert. So the, the prison put him in charge of the whole prison computer system. He's in they- charge.
0: He is a... a- domestic terrorist and they put him in charge of the entire prison computer system with no supervision.
1: Yeah. Like it's what <laughs> they put it. What
0: <laughs> like, it says. Why just, wasn't he supervised? He says, that's ah, pretty hard to supervise a computer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's pretty, Then don't put him on the internet. This is <laughs> pretty easy.
0: <laughs> Why'd <laughs> like, you put that prisoner in charge of the front gates? Uh, He's really good with gates. Why weren't you watching him? <laughs> ah, it's really hard to watch someone all the time. <laughs> Well, then don't put him on the front gate. He just let everyone out of the prison.
1: Like, were there no other assisted men's at the prison in the, like, they could find in Bear Country? Did they don't have a budget. They're just a lot here. And then, and then Chief Bruno's like, I think it's fair to say his sentence will be extended. His computer privileges will be taken away. It wasn't a privilege. It was his job. Who's running the network now?
0: And that's not your decision to make, Chief Bruno. Again, you don't know what your job is. Chief Bruno is famous in Bear Country for getting to the scene of a crime and going, I don't think there's going to be enough evidence here to convict anyone and letting everyone go. Like, that's what Chief Bruno does. And I'm like, Chief Bruno, that's not your job. That's what a grand jury does. You've just got to arrest the people and get them in jail for a while.
1: So the press has some more questions. They're like, well, is the entire gang out there? And then Chief Bruno's like... We can't say that information. It's very confidential. Unlike everyone's information who reported this.
0: Unlike your daughter's full name.
1: Yeah. So then, you know, teacher Bob knows that Bab ba- Bruno has like tea to spill on this. And so he turns off the TV because apparently the kids are watching this all in school. Yeah. Um, live. And he's like, hey, Bab, you got any, got any details on this? And Babs was like, yeah, I-, I got all the info. So the SWAT team from Big Bear City <laughs> caught Hoff, the outside guy. And then um, he was outside the moat with a bomb because they just love bombing stuff for no reason. (laughs) And then the rest of the gang, uh, got tried to get away and they got arrested and the police, um, you know, the police found them. And I'm just like, okay, the police had the ransom note. They could have just done a stakeout.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, he was going to drop the million dollars in an old stump by the, by the auto graveyard. Like, that's pretty easy to keep your eye on.
1: Like, Law and Order had been on for, like, eight years at this point. Right. Just do a stakeout. So then, uh, you know, the class is like, yay, we solved a crime. And then, like, body is just like devastated she's like uh my family almost got murdered y'all right. uh she's just crying everyone's like oh but they got the guy and the, the school's like trying to cheer her up and all the, the students are trying to cheer up and too tall makes a joke and then the kids get back to work <laughs> like they just didn't break up a crime syndicate in the middle yep. of the school day and then uh yeah that's it that's the book and at the end of the book um Bronnie brown and brother bear uh sat together holding hands during a movie that's 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 it that's, that's, it. that's- that's the story.
0: Hey, Bonnie, remember when your family was almost killed <laughs> just a few days ago?
1: Where are the parents? Just where are the parents?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it's that's just every other day in Bear Country. I gotta tell you, in these chapter books, they just busted another crime, and now it's back to the movies. Uh, and what's weird is they all go to the movies, like Ferdy Factual, Trudy, Too Tall, uh, Babs. Like they're all there, and I'm like, these kids aren't. All friends. <laughs> Too tall is clearly the bully. He's an antagonistic presence. Why are you going to the movies with him?
1: It's very confusing because he seems like he beats them up, but also has like a good heart sometimes, which like, people are complicated, but he is very complicated in a very complicated way.
0: Right. Plus, he's got like an aggressively physical relationship with Queenie McBear.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot of like, how old are these cubs? Where are the
0: parents? Uh, mm-hmm. That's not
1: how the internet works. Who wrote this? Like, <laughs> Did the person who wrote this know how the internet works at all? <laughs> well,
0: I can tell you, I can tell you for certain that this book was written by Stan Berenstain. Uh, okay. I have, okay. I've talked to, I've talked to Mike Berenstain several times about this. And he's like, the chapter books were all my dad. He's like, that was, that was my dad's chance to just go nuts with whatever <laughs> plot came into his head. He would just, he didn't care about continuity. He didn't have to care about it being like, too kid friendly because it was for older kids. His dad was just like, I want to write crazy stories about these characters. This is my only opportunity to do it.
1: what who's that uh guy who always writes uh, uh what's his name? James uh like the adult he's an adult like mystery writer. Like <clears throat> hold on, I'll look it up.
0: Um like James Patterson.
1: Yeah he's like he wanted to be James yeah, Patterson. Yeah he could. wants to write
0: the Maximum Ride novels. <laughs>
1: And he's just like I. I'll just make it work, and it's just like James Patterson stuff, but bears. And then like an afterthought, he's like, "I'll just make them seem younger.
0: Well, probably it probably makes sense if you if you knew that like Stan Berenstain, uh always wanted to do more than just the Berenstain bears. He wanted to be like a, a, a he wanted to be a playwright. He wanted to be a novelist. He wanted to do a lot of things. But the Berenstain bears were just so big in their lives that he never really had the opportunity. So he would kind of work these other interests into these children's books. Uh, <laughs> He was a hilarious guy. Like from everything I've I've learned about him, he was just he had this off the wall sense of humor. He was really dryly funny, and uh, these these chapter books were kind of like his baby. <laughs>
1: so much he's like you know what i'm just gonna work it out there it's just like it's like he's just like like jack ryan but it's a bear
0: yep and imagine he's like this he's like this guy who grew up in the depression he was a kid during the depression he's like i'm gonna write a book about the internet you're like all right (laughs) all right dad you go for it they were in they were in a poetry chat room
1: (laughs) that's so great i love that so much oh my god that delights me more than
0: anything (laughs)
1: Like I, this is gonna be a big thing. I just feel like I wish he could have written the book he wanted to write, though.
0: So, uh, so that's the Baron Saint-Vers lost in cyberspace. They're not so much lost in cyberspace as they're like skirting the edges of the of the of the information. I was so lost. Highway. I was
1: entirely <laughs> lost. I, we. I don't think they were the ones lost. It was us, the readers. Yeah. lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, th- but this book does go everywhere. It manages to not be too like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like freaked out about the internet. Like, it keep for a book written for kids in this era, it plays it pretty low key. As far as like, none of the cubs were ever really in danger. In the, well, I guess maybe Queenie McMahon was. She didn't go on a date with a stranger.
1: And like Bonnie Brown almost got murdered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. But it wasn't the internet's fault. It was the it was the thieves in the swamp.
1: love bombs yeah Yeah. if you think this is low-key wait till you get to no guns allowed which they are very even keeled about guns we're like what
0: (laughs) i can't wait for no guns allowed that is that is yeah it's so weird like in one book in one chapter book it'll be like i think there's ghosts in the graveyard and in the next one it's like someone's dealing drugs in bear country school (laughs) one of the ones was someone is stealing very valuable items out of all of our lockers And you find out at the end, it was the new substitute teacher. (laughs) And he's like, I'm sorry, I was just trying to teach the kids a lesson about taking their property for granted. And the school's like, you're fired and you'll never work again. And he never did. They're like, yeah, he couldn't work at the schools anymore because that was a really a violation of trust. And I'm like, what is this book? Like, why why did this happen in a Parents' Day Bears book? (laughs)
1: After much more than i know it's like stan berenstein working out everything yeah. <laughs> like, did he ever try to did he ever try to impart these lessons on his children like i've been stealing your stuff
0: <laughs> <laughs> i should ask mike that so most of the illustrations in these books were done by mike berenstein their son uh this was like his first big and i love the chapter book illustrations because he gets to draw a lot of like cub drama a lot of like
1: how so much drama
0: Yep. Yeah. A lot of like pre and and I'm and I said I, I've said this him. I was like if they had done a TV series based on these chapter books with a lot of like preteen like heartache and drama and like that would have been a successful show because kids love this. It's like Saved by the Bell but Berenstain Bear style.
1: Degrassi. It's yes. only Degrassi. Yes. Yes. It could be like in the dark and gritty. it's like Harley Quinn, but like with bears, like the HBO one where you're like, oh boy, <laughs> the dark and gritty Berenstain Bears.
0: I would love it. I would love it so I want much. it so
1: badly now. I want it so badly.
0: And you know, Mike has said that when he retires, his plan is to do some like boutique press Berenstain Bears books that he could never gotten published like normally. And I'm like, I'm just like eagerly awaiting to see what those ideas he has. Are. I'm
1: like, Mike, call me. Yeah, just ideas. please. <laughs> like, but, I uh, felt like, I, I don't even know what I'd want. Like, like Bear Steve, Bears and Twitter. I mean, Bear Steve, Bears and TikTok. Like, I have like social no media would be chaos. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I definitely think there's room for like a new, a new version of Lost in Cyberspace. Like, oh, be Bonnie so becomes, yeah, Bonnie becomes a TikTok star. Like, what does that do to her head?
1: Yeah, she she's doing it all for the gram, doing it yeah. for the Instagram. <laughs> like Brother Bear learns about blockchain, like it's just oh, completely no. deranged.
0: No, Squire Grizzly learns about blockchain, and he's not having it.
1: <laughs> oh God, Squire! I didn't even know what Squire Grizzly would do. Like,
0: well, it would be like uh, it would be like Raffish Ralph, the town swindler, would get involved in Bitcoin. Like that's that's gonna happen. He would convince Papa to invest. That's gonna happen. Oh, it would. Papa. It would somehow start ruining the environment because that's gonna happen.
1: And then the, and then they take down Squire Grizzly, who who is heavily like trying to short GameStop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or Squire Grizzly's like, all of my software stores have suddenly gone up in value, and I don't understand it. And the oh Cubs God. are all at their computers, like ha 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 ha.
1: Bear country bets. Like it's just like I'm Reddit.
0: If anyone's gonna be a Redditor, it's gonna be Ferdy factual, okay? Oh,
1: Ferdy Factual. I think Ferdy Factual actually is just on Wikipedia and just correcting everyone all the time now too. Or
0: would that be or would that be cousin Fred, who is already a walking encyclopedia? I
1: think I think cousin Fred I think Ferdy Factual is the one that's on Wikipedia being a jerk <laughs> and just being like, actually that's not true, and everyone's like, come on, man. And it is basically true.
0: And that is the Berenstain Bears Lost in Cyberspace Ah. from 1999. I am so glad I was able to have you on, Brandy, to talk about this. Yes, I'm
1: so glad I could be here. Uh, I'm just, it's, this warmed my heart. And so you will join me for the guns book? No guns allowed, but yes, absolutely. I need to discuss this.
0: (laughs) No guns allowed, but definitely Brandy allowed. And (laughs) (laughs) sorry, I don't know what that even means. (laughs) And speaking of... Brandy Brown, where can where can our listeners find you?
1: Um, at my very like non PG thirteen, it's it gets rated R, it gets PG thirteen, it's nothing like lewd mm. um but it's uh, it's the brandy it's the brandy with an i um is my twitter handle and yeah that's basically where i am um, yep. i'm on a little twitter hiatus i don't know when this is coming off i'm just trying to like step back and hang out with my cat <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> that's a smart thing to do every so often is take a yeah. step back <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to last. I almost tweeted this afternoon while I was waiting for my cat. It's been 24 hours. So who knows? (laughs) Who knows?
0: There's always more Heathcliffs coming out, there's always more thoughts. To yeah, share I world.
1: my cat was in Kitty Corner. Um, that That's was pretty right. exciting. Yes. Uh but uh you know, non-actor Peter Gallagher knows who I am. That's the artist of Heathcliff. And I I like speaking, I want to bring him up too, because he's the nephew of George Gately, who originally drew Heathcliff. And I've always wanted to be like, Do you want to do something else? Like I just imagine because he does. He has something called like he had another strip called the Jersey Tomato. Mm. And it was just like a sexy tomato that was like <laughs> walk down the street and there was like what was there? There was like a banana and someone else there and they were just like, Wow, she's hot or something. I don't know. It's just yeah. So I always wonder about like people who are handed down IP, like what they really want to be doing with it. And so yeah. I'm because, to I just mean, he's see with turned Mike.
0: he's turned Heathcliff into something special.
1: Yeah, it's just absurdist now. It's it's incredible. But it's and
0: absurdist, like, but it follows its own like thread. Like if you've been yeah. reading it things come back up and you're like right on ham right on
1: (laughs) like i think he just does fan service i think that like he he's a real good sport about it because we were like making fun of him and josh frullinger from the comics curmudgeon uh was like like i guess he said in an interview, peter gallagher was like i was waiting for him to make fun of me i'm so excited (laughs) he was just like excited that everyone's like roasting him and he he's really a good sport about it he likes to just mess with people he said sometimes he just makes comics that don't make sense just to mess with the editor.
0: (laughs) <laughs> See, and I wish Mike Berenstain would do that every once in a while.
1: <laughs> I just wish he would. I wish he, you know, I'm so, I'm so sad that Stan isn't with us anymore to like keep writing his, his books. I'm glad that he like got to like be free and like do that occasionally, even though it's for children. And I would not recommend showing this to a child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say that my 10 year old Mitzi is a big fan of this one because it makes a no sense to her. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: I want to give this book to, I want to be a Squire Grizzly and I want to make this book a pilot in the school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your first introduction to the internet. Start here and just work your way up.
1: and like and we'll quiz you tomorrow about why this makes no sense <laughs>
0: <laughs> well speaking of making no sense I have a Twitter also and it's at B-Stain Bearcast, but I also have one that I'm I actually use and it's at Corey gonzalez and if you follow me there you'll just get random thoughts every once in a while because sometimes I'm on and sometimes I'm not you can also find this show at Uh you can uh, write to me at bstainbearcast at gmail.com I guess if you want to or leave a leave a review somewhere if you think the show is any good
1: yeah get five stars i'm 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 impressed that you're you're keeping this going so it's almost
0: six years now six
1: wow that's that is like eons in in podcast world that's so long
0: (laughs) every once in a while i say to myself why am i still doing this and then i say what else am i gonna do
1: (laughs) yeah you gotta get to like how many more of these chapter books you have
0: Not many. Uh, One of the reasons I was so like sad about starting this one is because this is like now we are going down. We're we are now at the very end of the chapter books. So there's only a few more, and then we're tapped out. There's like fifty some, and I've done them all. So, but
1: there are still more books after that.
0: Oh, there's hundreds of more books. (laughs) He puts out one a month. What? He 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 publishes one Berenstain Bears book a month. So. There's a lot of Berenstain Bears books out there.
1: Like, just during this recording, three more got released.
0: Pretty much. I can't keep wow. up with it. So uh, wow. so I'll be doing this until I am not. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Thanks, Brandy, yeah, for joining me. Yeah, thanks for me. having me. And yeah. I will see you all next time, deep in bear country.